Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Pastors love to give out. All right, skipping baggage claim part two. Skipping baggage claim part two. That's the title of the message today. And the subtitle is this, leaving the baggage in relationships. So we're going to focus a little bit on relationships. I felt like last week, after last week's message, you know, I I went to the Lord in prayer and I was thinking about the, the next weekend as you do. And I just felt like the Lord said, we're not done yet. Um, keep going. And so we're going to be reading from John chapter 8. So if you've got your Bibles, why don't you open with me to John chapter 8, the Gospel of John chapter 8. We're going to be reading. Is that the Lord calling? (laughs) Tell him I said hi. (laughs) You can have a little bit of fun in church, can't you? Is Is that allowed? Online, grateful for you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of our services If you're ready to come back to the building, we're ready for you. So just wanted to let you know that as well. I'm excited about seeing people coming back to church. And when you're comfortable, we want you to come back, okay? So we're excited about that. So John chapter 8, here we go, verse 31. Jesus is speaking to believers and he says some amazing things. He says, to those Jews who believed in him, so they were believers, when you continue to embrace all that I teach, you prove that you are my true followers. For if you embrace the truth, it will release true freedom into your lives. Surprised by this, they said, but we're descendants of Abraham and we're already free. This actually is, if if you notice in here, it's one of the funniest verses you'll ever read in the Bible. It should make you laugh. It says this, it says, but we're descendants of Abraham and we're already free. We've never been in bondage to anyone. This is the Jewish people. Someone speaking on behalf of the Jewish people. How could you say that we've been released into more freedom? I mean, you think about all the bondage and all the captivity that the Jewish people had faced. And then on top of that, they were under Roman occupation and oppression. It's funny. He goes on, he says, but I speak eternal truth, Jesus said. When you sin, you are not free. You've become a slave in bondage to your sin. And slaves have no permanent standing in a family like a son does. Someone write that, uh, underline that, like a son does. For a son is part of the family forever. Turn to the person next to you and say forever. Forever. So if the son sets you free from sin, look at it, then become a true son and be unquestionably free. Let's pray. God, we love you. Thank you for your word today. Father, thank you that it speaks life into us. God, we thank you for everything you've done already this morning. Lord, dedicating babies and choosing today to put our focus and our gaze high above the clouds and on you, Lord, looking to heaven, Father, for answers. Thank you that answers come through your word. Thank you that answers come through your son, Jesus. Thank you that answers come through the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we love you. You are welcome here. You are welcome in our lives. Come and fill us and teach us and show us and help us and guide us and direct us in Jesus' name. And we all said, amen. Skipping baggage claim, part two. 
If you were in church last week, you would remember this bag. If you weren't in church last week, the YouTube channel is available for you to catch up. But I talked about the baggage that comes sometimes in our lives. All of us have baggage in some way, shape or form. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 1 was last week's text where Paul says to the Galatian church, he says, hey, and I'm paraphrasing here, he says, don't go back into the bondage of your past. You've been saved through Christ Jesus. This is new life. And it says this in the Passion Translation, it says, and firmly refuse to go back into the bondage of your past. Isn't it true in life that sometimes what we do is we go into new seasons and we bring with us the baggage of the old season? and the baggage of the old life that we used to live, and we start to walk around with it. We start to load ourselves up with it. We start to find it, it's it's occupying a place in our lives that it shouldn't. And we end up allowing the baggage of the old life, the old way to begin to affect the new way, the new life that God has for us. But we're really called to skip baggage claim. To, to no, no longer go and get the bags of the old life, but to leave them and go on. Can I get an amen this morning? Jesus said, for a son is part of the family forever. So I wanted to talk about baggage when it comes to relationships this morning. I feel like this is the area that God wants us to go. Isn't it funny when it comes to relationships, which we all have, that these usually, it's like this truth with relationships and on the one hand, they can be healthy but on the other hand, they can be completely unhealthy as well. And often that comes as a result of baggage. It's like the power of relationships. It has the power and the potential a relationship does to build my life, to bless my life, to help my life. Or in almost the complete opposite way, a relationship has the potential to be a negative and destructive force in my life. Why? Often it's because of baggage. Often it's because of the baggage of our lives. Baggage that's unclaimed, untreated, unprocessed baggage. Last week I spoke about baggage in terms of restriction. Isn't it interesting, just in the natural, just look, just, just, just go with me for a second, that when I carry around a bag like this in my life, like I did, talked about my story of being at work the very first time and going to, on a business trip with a bag of this size, looking like an idiot, but I spent that whole day and sometimes we can spend our whole lives walking around with something that we just don't need, that doesn't fit, that doesn't look right, that's burdensome, that gets in the way. Baggage is restricting, but freedom in Christ is supposed to be overflowing. Baggage can be restricting. It can be something that just holds us back. I use the example of holding two bags in our lives. If I'm holding two bags in the natural, I don't have a hand to help anyone with. And that's the truth when it comes to our spiritual lives. If we're dealing with all this baggage, if we're walking through life with all this baggage and it's all over us, then what happens is we've got no ability, no spare capacity to help anyone. That's why we've got to leave the baggage because yes, it's about us, but it's also about the people in our world. Baggage can be restrictive. It can be hard. It can be imposing. It can be a blockage. It can be a hindrance. But when we leave the bags, there's overflow. There's health to that. Let me show you a few verses about the power of relationships in our lives, okay? Genesis chapter two, all the way at the beginning, this is what it says. Then the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make a helper fit for him. 
Proverbs 17 and verse 17 says, A friend loves at all times. And a brother, there it is, relationship, is born for adversity. Psalm 1 and verse 1, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. There it is, relationship, uh, walking with, that, that speaks to life and being around people. It says, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse 9, look at what it says. It says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, look at this, they keep warm. Doesn't that sound good? Relationships. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Here's the point. Relationships frame our world. They frame our world. And baggage, if we're not careful, can come into the frame, can come into our lives. And one of the biggest areas that baggage gets in the way is in the area of relationships. Here's the truth about baggage when it comes to relationships. And I just want to set this up a little bit. Where's my man, Berm? Can you come on up here again, Berm? I used, used Berm in the nine o'clock service and he was, he was pretty good. He did an all right job. Yeah. It's always room for improvement, right, Berm? This is Berman. Just, just back up a little bit, bro. Right there. See, see the line. The line's right there for you. <laughs> Berman and I are friends. It's true. We are. We're friends. We're in a relationship as friends. But this is the truth about baggage. This is the truth about baggage and relationship. That now that we're friends, and I have baggage, all of a sudden, it's his baggage. My baggage in our relationship as friends, well, now he has to carry it as well. You, you know, you can hang on to it. Come on, let's walk together. We're doing life. We're going through the seasons of life together as friends, but my baggage, thanks for carrying it, man. All right, love you, Berm. See you later. Let's give it up for Berm. But isn't it true about baggage that when we walk into a relationship, think about a marriage, undealt with, unclaimed, unprocessed baggage all of a sudden becomes someone else's baggage. All of a sudden becomes someone else's issue that they also need to maintain. That's the truth about living the life that God's called us to live is we need to deal with the bags because they not only affect us, but they affect the people in our world. Every time I see that person, if I'm in a marriage, it's all the time. We now walk together with the baggage that I now have. So what kind of baggage can exist when it comes to our relationships and how do we process and how do we leave that baggage? I want to talk about a couple of those right now. So the first is this, the baggage of old relationships. The baggage of old relationships, which can affect the new relationships. Isn't it interesting how old relationships can infect new ones? Isn't it interesting how old relationships, the baggage of an old relationship can be brought into a new relationship and have a negative and destructive impact on the new relationship? This is why we got to deal with it. This is why we got to talk with it because God never meant for you to take the baggage of an old relationship into a new relationship. He never meant for that to happen. And the baggage of old relationships can begin to dominate new ones. Sometimes we carry over 
the old relationships and the old things from previous seasons into new seasons. Don't let the baggage follow you. Don't allow the bags to follow you. In fact, you know what should follow us? Is what David talks about in Psalm 23. He says, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Not the old baggage, but God's goodness and His mercy are what should follow me all the days of my life, all the days of your life. That's what should follow you, not the baggage of your old relationships, not the baggage of what was. Old experiences trying to shape new ones. Old attitudes, old expectations. That's one that you see all the time is old expectations. Oh, this is what we used to do. So why don't we do this now? Well, it's old expectations. It's old baggage. It's irrelevant in the new. They're old bags. Why does this happen? Why does old relationship baggage sometimes affect new relationships? Well, often it's because a soul tie, a connection has been formed. Sometimes a connection has been formed. But the truth about that connection, that tie, that soul tie, is why you got to sign up for the life course, Sozo Life Course, understanding and breaking soul ties, it's a thing. Recognising that soul ties could exist and then breaking those soul ties are important. How does it happen? If you've been in a committed relationship that's been sexual, that could, be, that could represent a soul tie that now could exist. Why does it happen? Sex is simply at a deeper level. It takes the level of connection to the level of your soul. And that's a soul connection. That's why sex is intended for the covenant of marriage. And in the safety of the covenant of marriage, soul ties can literally be the reason why one person goes from one relationship to a dozen more because a soul tie exists. And this is why in our church, just FYI, we insist, we don't just ask, we insist that our young people reserve sex for the covenant safety of marriage. Why? Because it's what God says is best for us. Here's the truth today. God knows what's best for you. He knows what's best for me because sex goes to a deeper level. It's a soul thing. It's a deep, profound spiritual connection that needs to be reserved and kept for a covenant level commitment. Don't be treating something casual that God has deemed as being serious. Don't believe the lies. What are some of the lies? Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just easier like this. That is not true. Oh, this isn't really hurting anyone. It's actually hurting everyone. What about this one? Oh, it's just, you know, it's good to try before you buy. Try before you buy. You know what it actually is? You're stealing what's not actually yours. You're going in and using something that doesn't belong to you yet. It's not try before you buy, it's stealing. Sex is meant for a marriage because it's a covenant. Listen to me, friend, I'm gonna tell you why. It's a covenant, not a contract. They're two completely different things. A contract is all about me. A contract is all about me because it's all about protecting my rights and limiting my responsibilities. A covenant is a whole different thing. This is the God we serve. He is a covenant-making and a covenant-keeping God. Can I get an Amen. And this is, the, this is the lie of the enemy. Oh, it's okay. It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. It matters a lot because a covenant, which God is all about, is all about laying down my rights and picking up my responsibilities. 
A contract says, what do I have to do and how can I get out of this? A covenant says, I wanna get into this and this is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm willing to participate in. This is what I want to do for you. And that's why sex is reserved for the covenant of marriage because it goes to a deeper level. It's a different spirit, a level of depth that is so much greater. Proverbs chapter two, verse 16, the New Living Translation says, wisdom will save you from the immoral woman, from the seductive words of the promiscuous woman. She has abandoned her husband, look at this, and ignores the covenant she made before God. Entering her house leads to death. It's the road to the grave. The man who visits her is doomed. He will never reach the paths of life. In other words, the bags get attached. A baggage begins to form. And all of a sudden we find ourselves lifting and walking through life with bags. Listen to me. Bags sometimes that don't even belong to you and don't belong to me. But God has reserved this for something which is special. The baggage of old relationships have the ability to affect the current ones. Picking up excess baggage along the way. You know, God never meant for, for that to happen. He never meant for that. And that's, that's the, the lie of the enemy today, especially in this age, in our culture, in the society. It's just like, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, it's just like, do whatever you want. Have, have as much fun as you want. There's not gonna be any repercussions. There's not gonna be anything that comes back to haunt you. That is the absolute opposite. You're gonna to have to deal with the baggage at some point. You're gonna to have to face it at some point. And God has a better plan for you and for me. So number one, the covenant of old relationships. Can I just say this? When it comes to expectations, you just need to trust God. Trusting God when it comes to the expectations. Lord, I trust you when it comes to my relationships. I trust you when it comes to the perfect people. If you're in here and you're single today and you're waiting, can I just encourage you? Put your faith and your trust in God for the perfect person, not an app, not a person, not a thing, not a website. In the Word of God. So number one, there's the baggage of old relationships. Here's the next one we've got to be careful of when it comes to relationships. This is the baggage of low self-esteem. The baggage of low self-esteem, or in other words, low self-confidence, or being overly self-conscious. You know, low self-worth in a relationship is baggage. What am I talking about there? I'm talking about if you, you instantly just drop your value in a relationship. This is a big bag to deal with. If you think less of yourself or you're self-deprecating all the time, you're gonna allow that baggage to impact your relationship. Let's go back to John chapter eight. Look at what Jesus says. He says, I speak eternal truth. When you sin, you're not free. You've become a slave in bondage to your sin. Look at verse 35. And slaves have no permanent standing in a family like a son does. Like a son, for a son is part of the family forever. Your worth is based on what God says about you. You've been adopted into sonship, which means your value is given to you by God. I wanna say something really strong here for a moment. And this might be brand new theology for someone in here today. But I don't have the right to lower my own value. In Christ Jesus, this is, this is good theology. In Christ Jesus, I, don't, I no longer, I gave up those rights. 
When I said yes to Jesus, I no longer have the ability to mess with my own value. God has assigned my value through the death, burial, resurrection of Christ Jesus. I am valuable. You know, Bitcoin has value. You, you're worth a whole lot more than Bitcoin. And the other problem with Bitcoin is it goes up and down in value every single day. God has assigned your value permanently forever. In eternity, you're written in the Lamb's book of life. You have value. In Jesus, I can't mess with that. So I could go and try to walk around and be like, well, you know, I guess I'm not you know, that great. I guess all the things I've done mean that I'm not worth as much. Not according to God. It's actually the opposite. You've been washed clean. You've been made righteous because of Jesus. You're different now because of everything that God has done through the cross. Ephesians chapter one and verse three. I knew you were looking for a verse, so I thought I'd give you one. It says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, look at this, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. There's nothing that's left out. There is nothing that's left out in the portfolio of God for you with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. In love, He predestined us as adoption for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2 and verse 10, for we are His workmanship, created, look at this, in Christ Jesus for good. You know you're God's workmanship? There are some people in here today and you're really good with your hands. You're great artisans and you're, you're great at creating things. But I just want you to think about, you are God's workmanship created by Him. In Christ Jesus, for good works, you represent the best of what God has in Christ. And so what right do I have to now go around thinking that I'm not valuable? And bringing that baggage into my relationships, well, you know, I know this is probably not gonna work out because I've messed up. This is probably not gonna work out because I've got a litany of old relationships to deal with. I'm just, I must not be that good. That's not what God says about you. You know, for men, it's often self-worth and confidence. This is where I see it the most, working with with guys and pastoring men is often see it when it comes to self-worth. You know, you're worth so much to God. You know, heaven just, just loves seeing you follow Jesus. God just loves seeing you walk in His ways. He is so proud of you. He loves you so much. He's a Father in heaven. He looks down on you. He doesn't see something He doesn't like. He sees only what He likes because He looks through the lens of Jesus and He sees His Son. So for men, it's often self worth and confidence issues for women. Often it can be things like body image. You know, culture should never dictate how happy you are with your body. Social media is deadly for anyone who has this baggage. Social media has a way of reminding you of the baggage you have. Current culture wants you to use the baggage you have to make you feel less than so that you need to do something about it. Chief of which is feel bad of yourself. God says the opposite to that. What does God say? He says things like when it comes to body image, well, the world's telling you that you don't have a body that isn't that great. But I'm telling you, I formed you in your mother's womb and your body is actually my design. So I think you're beautiful. And that husband, which I've designed him also, he thinks you're beautiful and amazing. And I set that whole thing up. That's what God says. 
So while culture is saying, oh, you need to change and you need to be like this and you need to you know, be more like this, you need to do all these things, God's saying, that's exactly how I made you to be. And you're amazing and you're my daughter and I've got a man for you that I've designed and he only wants you. Value. Who God has called us to be. When it comes to social media as well, another one's the friendship circle. God, you know, people think, oh, you know, I need new friends and there's stuff out there that's better for me. There's better people for me to meet out there. But God says, the world's trying to tell you that you need new friends, but the perfect people I've put in your life and they're perfect for you for this season if you just trust me. See, one of the ways you can actually see the blessing of God in your own life is just to look around for a moment. That's what happens for me. Sometimes I'll just be sitting here in church. Sometimes I'll just be standing at the back like I was just the start of the 11 o'clock service. And I said to Chris Ferrer, our production director, he's just like, man, you good? You need anything? I was like, nah, man, I'm just soaking all this in. I'm looking at what God is doing around me. And I'm sensing my worth through the people that God has put around me. That's how you know God loves you. You can see what he's doing around you. Can I get an amen in church this morning? Baggage should not and cannot dictate our value in relationships. And if you feel like there's mess that you need to deal with, if you feel like, man, I got, I got, talk about bags, man, I need a trailer for all these bags. Can I just encourage you that just because there's a bit of mess to deal with doesn't mean that all of a sudden you have low value. Baggage should never dictate your value. God and the Word of God dictates your value in Jesus' name. This is the big point. This is my burden for the whole message. If you allow baggage to come into relationships, you'll miss the blessing of that relationship. You'll miss the the sheer blessing that comes from heaven because you'll take your eyes off the blessing and you'll put your eyes on the baggage and you were never meant to do it. You were never meant to walk around looking at things and, you know, can I just say it just because I feel like it needs to be said, but don't look for the counterfeit. Look for the blessing. Don't look for the counterfeit. If you're looking at something and you're trying to, just, trying to figure out if that's the, the will of God, or if that's the blessing of God, can I just encourage you, if it doesn't feel right, doesn't look right, if it looks like a counterfeit, then it's not for you. Look for the blessing because God wants to bless all of His children. No one is excluded. He loves every single person the same. Through Christ Jesus, we are all equal in God's sight. So number one, the baggage of old relationships can get us. Number two, the baggage of low self-esteem. And number three, as the team comes back up, here's one, the baggage of bitterness. It can affect our relationships. It can affect your relationships. The baggage of bitterness has the power to completely wreck relationships. Have you ever seen this? Someone gets a little bit of bitterness on the inside, all of a sudden it just starts to affect all the relationships it spreads. It spreads out. You know, the Bible talks about bitterness as like wormwood. And probably you're like, what is that? Well, I'll tell you, wormwood is like a plant oil extract that gets on the inside and works its way like poison going out. And it begins to wreck everything that it touches. It gets on the inside. It starts on the inside. And then it begins to completely eradicate and erode everything. It's the same way with bitterness in our hearts. Bitterness is a relationship killer. What does it kill? It kills the purpose of that relationship. It kills the blessing of that relationship. Maybe you're in a relationship right now and 
There's still bitterness from a prior relationship. But have you noticed something? That the bitterness that you feel towards that person in that old relationship is now affecting your current relationship. That's what happens with bitterness. It's like wormwood. It affects everything and it spreads. And God never meant for us to be bitter towards anyone. Did you know that? That God never meant for you to have bitterness or hold resentment towards anyone. That we were supposed to live in this utopia. That was our design. But because of all the, the fall and this fallen state of our world, this is something now that we need to bring to the cross. This is something now that we need to ask the Holy Spirit's help for. But the baggage of bitterness is a killer. It, it leads us to a bitterness at the core, rotting from the inside out. That's literally what it looks like in the natural. But what it means in the spiritual is that the bitterness turns us into harsh people. It turns us into sharp people, short with people and constantly just cutting people down. And, but it's baggage and it's baggage that needs to go in Jesus' name. Would you stand with me? I wanna pray for some people. I feel like there are people in here today and when I was speaking about low self-worth, that, that just seemed to hit you. And here's what I wanna say is that none of what I, I believe God wants to say to us today is meant to be condemning. It's actually supposed to be the opposite, to get us to see what He sees, to get us to see the value that He has, to get us to see the path that He has for us, which is the path of life. But I just wanna encourage you, if you're in here today and you feel like your past has disqualified you from God's goodness, can I just say something really plainly and really clearly? You're wrong. If you think that your past or you think that the, the, the mistakes of you may have led you to a place of complete dis disqualification when it comes to God, you're wrong. Because through Jesus and through a heart that's soft towards God, He can do all things. He can change things around. He can turn around your circumstances. You might be in here today and you're looking at your relationship baggage. And you're saying, man, this is a mess. God says, I can take care of it. God says, just turn your heart towards me. Give me your life, open up your heart. Let me come in, let me deal with that. Like be happily give him those bags. This is what the Holy Spirit does. He comes in and if you want him to, he'll come in and he'll say, hey, those bags, give them to me. Give me those bags. You don't have to carry them anymore. That bitterness that you've been holding, that burden you've been holding on to, that past relationship that you've been feel, feeling guilty about, give those bags to me. Give them to me right now and I will take care of them. I will process them. You can walk free. You can leave. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He's a helper. He's a guide. He loves you. You don't have to walk around with those bags anymore. So I wanna pray. You know, we're gonna sing this song about Jesus and His power and His authority in our lives. But sometimes we gotta live this out. How do you live it out? You live it out in prayer in sincerity before God and just say, God, this is what I got. This is what I'm dealing with. Would you come? Would you bless? Would you help? Would you forgive? Would you take care of? And the Bible says He does. So with every head bowed and eyes closed, I, I feel like God's speaking to people right now. I feel like the Spirit is moving right now. I might be wrong, but I feel like that's what's happening. So if any of those issues are speaking to you, if any of this stuff is speaking, you just ask the Holy Spirit right now, how are you speaking to me? What baggage have I got to deal with? What stuff is, is going on in my heart? Maybe it is bitterness. Maybe it is low self-esteem. Maybe it's just like, man, I just struggle with that. That's my issue. That's my baggage. I pray you give it to God right now. 
Maybe it's old relationships that are still dictating your new ones. Maybe it's soul ties that need to be broken. If that's you today, come on, you just shoot up your hand. No one's looking around. This is you doing business with the Holy Spirit. You saying to God, hey, I'm serious about this. I wanna leave this baggage. I wanna walk into freedom. I don't wanna go back to the way it was. Online too, if you wanna be part of this, you just open up your heart right where you're at, wherever you're at. Holy Spirit, you see these hands that are raised. And God, we just pray for every heart that's open towards you right now, seeking healing, seeking freedom, seeking forgiveness, seeking the new way, the new path, new life that comes through you. God, I just pray right now through the power of your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you remove bags right now? Would you remove bags of anxiety? Would you remove bags of depression right now? Father, would you come? Would you break soul ties that have existed until now? Father, I pray right now that you would come and you would help us to live in your covenant keeping promises right now. You would give us the grace and the strength to leave the old, to walk into the new, to know that Jesus has freedom for us in Jesus' name. Come on, church, let's sing right now. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you, why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.